joking. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I'm drinking the same coffee from nine o'clock in the morning. I drink coffee till like freaking ten. It's, it's so disgusting. Like, At this point, I think uh, <laughs> there's been like three flies in it. Zelda's dipped her paw in it. Um, Nats that just take nose dives into them. a homeless man walked it's in. Like, whatever, just take him out to the apartment. Yeah, took a sip and then spit in it. <laughs> And here I am. I had a couple homeless people walk in, and they were like, "You gonna? Can I have a couple sips?" I'm like, "Yeah, here you go." <laughs> yeah, you just walk in. They walk out. They're like, "Oh, it was one of those bad covers. Colombian coffee." <laughs> There's some hair in it. Ew. There's like just yeah. <laughs> All the homeless people were bald. So you're like, "What the fuck? Whose hair is this?" They're oh, it's their beards. Oh, well. it's their bushy beard. Yep. <laughs> and their goatees. That's disgusting. What? Uh, did you did you play anything today or? I didn't play uh, actually anything today, no. Oh, okay. Well, today was uh. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of. I, I did play some. Sorry. I'm kind of coming off of it too. I um, I'm very not in the 2020 sort of like camp of playing new games as they come out. I know we just recently had a console generation go on, uh, but yeah, I'm playing. You know, I played Paper Mario and uh, Onimusha Tactics, which is a GBA game. Um, Nintendogs, which you oh man, you used to play that game. Oh, Nintendogs. Dude, I actually saw, I saw Barbara posted something about it, and I was like, oh my god, I missed that. For whatever reason, <laughs> I, she's ne she had never told me that she liked Nintendogs, you know, but... This whole time? What? She just randomly <laughs> one night looked back at me and was like, can you buy Nintendogs on eBay? And I said, sure. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that game, that game is weird because we were playing it on the couch and uh, we came up with a dog. I think I don't remember what we named the dog. Schnitzel, something weird. Schnitzel, something food related. <laughs> yeah. And Zelda was getting super jealous. Wait, what? Yeah. She what? She saw a dog in that little DS. No, I think Zelda or <laughs> I think Twitch, I, mean. I think dogs are smart enough to know whenever because you know you have to like talk into the DS. And you gotta kind of name yeah. it, and you kind of you kind of do the mannerisms of like dog ownership. Yeah. And so Zelda, definitely. and so Zelda was like, as you're playing the game, yeah. What kind of robotic dog are you giving affection to? And Zelda was just like on the couch looking, like she wants to eat Barbara, just like looking at her head, just like what do you think? Wow. It was so funny. Just like a bit of yeah, like a just dog? a little bit of jealousy going on. Wow. But I think, I think they are smart enough to know that it's it's not a real dog, maybe. No. It's, I don't yeah, think the there's one kind of technology. No, come on. You, oh, really? I don't, I don't think they know that. that. Yeah, legitimately, Zelda was like, "What are you giving affection to? What is there a dog in there? It's terrible." Because I, you know, they recognize that sound, like that that barking, and Barbara's like, voice too. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, let's see here. I I came up with a new uh, introduction for me, but I can't I can't find what I called it. I did it with my last interview guest. I can't remember. Introduction. Yeah, I did the You thing. know what? I listened to your last show and I didn't catch it, I guess. I wrote it down somewhere. I'm going to try it anyway. All right, here we go. Uh, I've been recording for about four minutes now, by the way. I, didn't, I don't think I told you. <laughs> oh, I, can, I, I, I noticed it, actually. I can see. You can see three it? Three minutes, 32 seconds. Yeah. Oh. It shows it for me, too. And oh. the sound waves as well. I never, we talk. I never knew that. Whenever I... Uh, Whenever I record with Vaughn, I he doesn't tell me that it's recording, so sometimes it'll just go on. But that's okay. So I think oh. I think it was what is it? Welcome to the club. Welcome to the most video gamiest, nostalgiest podcast on the video gamiest internet. 
Uh, yeah, that's the intro. So today I'm joined by uh, my one and only brother, my actual blood-related brother, Omar Basic. Omar, how you doing? <laughs> doing good, man. It's good to be on your show finally. Yeah, after all this time. We, yeah, I, I've been I've been wanting to have you on because. Um, like we grew up playing games, right? We grew up like in each other's rooms, just either, literally, yeah. Either like I think it was it was a lot because um, you take different mantles, right? So like I was the older brother, so I obviously I started playing video games first. But you you know I remember you would like go into my room and I was playing stuff, and you would kind of just hang out and watch while I was playing. And then I think you kind of got into games on. On your own. I'm trying to remember what your first console was, but I think it was, and correct me if I'm wrong, it was the original Xbox, right? That was the first, yeah, that was the first console I had in my room. Uh, But it definitely wasn't my first gaming experience, though. But I remember being as young as, like, four or five and coming into your room and just watching you play uh, whatever game. And then I remember first time being scared of a game by watching you play Resident Evil 4. (gasps) And that was like, and then... Which I was too young to be watching that game, but there I was. And then I watched you. I don't. Even, I don't really remember all the games you played back in the day, but that one sticks out. Resident Evil Four. You played it on the PS2. Okay. Yeah. Um. And but but then I'm pretty sure because you had you had one of the generation seven or eight consoles. I think you either had an Xbox that we. I think Dad gave me some money and I bought it from my friend or something. And then you had that giant. Yeah. Yeah. I did. And on that, you yeah. you started playing stuff, but also I remember you playing a couple first-person shooters too, like like Painkiller, I think. Yep, I got really into the Painkiller series. The first game I really played was Painkiller Hell Wars on the original Xbox, and then I uh, eventually I started playing the games on the PC as well, which was uh, Painkiller Battle Out of Hell, and there was another game called uh, Painkiller Resurrection, and I was really into those games, and then. Um, did you ever play Serious Sam? Yes, I did. I played... Uh, I forgot, actually, what the game was. It was maybe... It was one of the sequels, maybe, too? I don't remember, yeah. actually, what exactly game it was, but it was a, it was a Serious Sam game I really enjoyed on the PC as well. I, I think that was when I first really started playing in, in uh, PC games. So you started off with super violent games. Uh, I, I remember. Yes, I did. It was like... At the age of 9, 10. Yeah, Painkiller is a game about... I mean, it's basically Doom Eternal. You go into hell... And you just like blow up yeah. pretty scary looking demons. And the game had like demonology and locations that you would visit that would be pretty creepy at nine years old. But yes, uh, definitely. There was that game definitely had uh, some creepy moments. And there was a lot of that demonology. It was very much like Doom. It was yeah. very much like Doom, but maybe less of like a hellish setting. But not every single one was kind of like Doom, but yeah. So I've always, I've always <laughs> been super fascinated in sort of your gaming path because it, it it so for those of you listening um the reason that i invited my brother on the show is because I, I really wanted to get his actual insight um into simulator simulator games um it's it's kind of that type of genre in games that you um you see float around either psn or the xbox marketplace or maybe game pass and you're like what are simulator games but you know I've always been super curious about them kind of growing up, but I don't think I ever sunk my teeth into them. You know, I think we've all played games like SimCity growing up, Zoo Tycoon, Roller Coaster Tycoon, and a lot of people, you know, I, I would I would easily go as far as to say that those games are definitely simulator games. 
And um, it wasn't until maybe, oh God, how, I don't I don't remember what age you were or how old you were whenever um, you started playing a game called Euro Truck Simulator Two. But I think that was when I first kind of noticed that you were really getting into that. How old were you when you started? Yes, playing? yeah, uh, I was about fifteen, about five years ago. Yeah, and, and pretty. That's when I I was really. In, I'm sorry. I was gonna say, and, and pretty recently, you even got the full setup too, the wheel and all that. The wheel and the pedals, yep. <clears throat> Ignore that sound. Uh, that's the little bottle clinking. So, um, no, you're good. So you went from you went from starting off playing first person shooter games. Um, I think I think you also at some point I don't remember what game it was, but I remember seeing a copy of Forza, uh, Forza Motorsport Two and then Four in your room, and so maybe that kind of kicked off your interest in car games. Yes, definitely. For, the Forza games, definitely. Uh, that as well as Need for Speed Carbon definitely got me into like the driving games. But I definitely love the Forza games on the 360. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I remember that. I remember you also playing pretty much all the way through Forza Horizon 1 or 2. 1. Okay. I, uh, and 2, actually. I did beat 2 as well. But I was really into Forza 1. I think that's my favorite Forza Horizon game. So how did so so going from that you know you you can kind of have this link between sort of like racing simulation games which a lot of people find a lot of interest in uh you know from Gran Turismo to Forza to uh oh, yeah, definitely uh some others that people might not know too much about like Grid it's one of my personal favorites and then you you started um you caught wind of Euro Truck Simulator too tell me tell us about that sort of like process like where did you hear about it what made you want to pick it up what where'd the interest come from I first heard about Euro Truck Simulator 2 when I was talking with a friend when we were playing Call of Duty and he was telling me about how uh his friend got him into a like a, a European trucking game and I was like what is that and he was like you can literally just buy a truck uh and take a bunch of trailers around like a virtual Europe, a virtual version of Europe. And I was like, that sounds amazing. That sounds like my kind of my kind of game right there. So I, I looked into it. I saw a bunch of YouTubers were actually playing it, and I thought the game looked really good. Even for when the game first came out, the game had really good graphics. It seemed pretty like realistic. And I was like, oh and I didn't I didn't actually buy it at first. I watched it for a while and then eventually I did get it. And when I did buy it, I definitely enjoyed it. Was it was it more about the ability to travel around Europe, or was it more about the actual like mechanics and engineering of the trucks themselves? It was really more about uh, traveling around Europe, because I I love um, I love like road trips. I love being able to like drive somewhere, and that game was like that game was really the first game where I was like, oh wow, I can actually do something like that, and like just chillax and enjoy or relax and listen to a podcast or whatever and just uh, enjoy the ride kind of thing. Yeah. It's really easy from like, I've, I've watched you play it um, at the, at, at, at the house and just, I can totally see how easy it would be to put on a podcast or some music or whatever, and just kind of just kind of chill out for the pretty much night, like, like have a full four hour session at night. And it's a good way to like, not only collect your thoughts, but you know, start forming, I just love it. it, like that that sort of relaxation with it. But so it, it it has kept you coming back to it for about for about six years now. 
Um, you've told me before we started recording that you've not only played Euro Truck Simulator 2, but you've also played American Truck Simulator. Um, I'm assuming that because of your interest in ETS 2, and we'll, we'll touch on the modding scene here in a second, uh, that led you to sort of experiment and try American Truck Simulator, right? Yes, actually, it was because the same developers actually made American Truck Simulator, the same developers that made Euro Truck Simulator. Mm. They... Uh, three years after, actually around 2016, I think, they released American Truck Simulator. And it's pretty much the same game, like same engine, everything. It's just in America and American trucks rather than European trucks. Okay. Mm -hmm. And 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 so what what are what are so it, it I guess plays in the same engine sort of thing and it's really just different. Oh. Yep. It's the same engine, uh same like even the main menu, everything like around that aspect is the same, mm -hmm. but except it'll be in like California or Arizona or something. It's very like USA oriented. And and these games are super popular. I can't really speak to the success of American Truck Simulator because I just don't know. But Euro Truck Simulator 2 is a really, really popular uh, game on, on Steam and, and, and just PC in general. Like I see that uh, it's concurrent Steam users is usually pretty high, right? Like it's pretty popular it has a, oh yeah it is it has a robust scene <clears throat> it's um it has a strong modding scene um tell me a little more about that i know i know you're definitely in the community and i know you're into the modding so um what draws you into that the modding definitely because for one thing that's most popular is the is the map mods that people make mm -hmm. like if they a lot of people work into adding more to the map in like the map editor and they add like like russia they add they even go all the way to like asia there was another map that like went towards like Africa and like there you, there's a way you can actually combine all those map mods and just have this huge map to just drive around wherever. There's also another one called pro mods, which is a really popular one. They mm -hmm. add a lot of detail to the map. Very talented, uh, very talented team that actually works on them. And as well as lots of truck mods do lots of truck mods and like, it, they also add trucks that like aren't actually officially in the game hmm. as well so there's uh, there's a pretty big modding uh, community in that people also make like custom trailers uh people make these like crazy like road trains where you can put like 10 trailers on there and people just have fun with that is the modding scene so, in yeah. ats as big as the one in ets it's not no, no. um that, ets definitely has a bigger modding scene Okay, I got you, got you. Um, so when when you were younger, whenever you were playing games like the Orange Box or sort of like other first-person shooters, did you ever experiment with some of the map makers in those games? Uh, no, actually, like like Gmod. Yeah, let's say. Yeah, let's say Gmod. Uh, you know, I, that's a that's a game I completely missed. I never tried that game out, but I I, I should have. Yeah, I just remember Definitely. that. I just remember that. Um, that sort of creativity in games, I, I think I've seen you do that sort of thing a lot. Like in Minecraft, um, I know that you spent a lot of time in Minecraft making your own cities and stuff like that. And you also spent some time in cities in, in a game called City Skylines. And I remember you teaching me how to play that and I just like couldn't grasp it. But you played that one too, right? Yes, I did. I have, I have about... 200 hours, 200 steam hours in that game. Yeah, I definitely played that one a lot. Wow. Okay, I didn't know you played it that much. Let's dive into that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people enjoy that game because it's a it's kind of, it's a tycoon game. You can start off but like just like a village, 
Mm -hmm. And you can just make this huge Manhattan-sized city with like five million people living in there. And there's a lot of it's it's kind of like Sim Cities, but you don't have to focus too much on like the actual people. I guess that's what Sim. Yeah, it's more of just like the actual infrastructure of the city and building all these districts and just growing it into making it this big like metropolitan area. I get. And there's a lot of things you do have to focus on, like. Um, the quality of the infrastructure. There's also uh, usually like the people's like happiness levels and all that stuff you do have to worry about. So yeah, I remember that. I remember that. What is it? So when when it comes to ETS two, I totally remember how sort of the draw with that game is how easy it is to like kind of chill out and relax. But what is it about? What is it about Skylines as a sort of like simulator game? What do you think the draw is there? What kept, what kept you coming back to it for? for 200 hours night after night you know what i mean <laughs> i think um i think it's simply the satisfaction afterwards when you're finally like creating this big city with all these trains going everywhere and these highways i think it's like just knowing the end goal of like when, once you're finally done with that city and you have like a million people living there i think that's kind of what the draw is yeah and that game also does have a, a, some decent modding community as well what kind of mods could possibly exist for a city game i i get like i get like the ability in games like ets2 and how you could probably mod in like a ferrari and so you could just very quickly traverse the map you know or or, or add like 300 yeah, times yeah. speed <laughs> what sort of mods are there for a game like city skylines for mods for, uh, usually people add like utilities into the game that aren't already in the game that kind of help you mm. with the city. Like you really have to worry about keeping the electricity on, on like all the districts in the neighborhoods and the modders will add these things that actually exist in real life. I can't name them on top of my head, but they, they exist technology that aren't actually in the vanilla game. The developers didn't add, but they kind of add a bit more realism. The mod modders do. So it's so kind, it kind of helps that helps the sewer system, all that stuff. So, okay, so like in a lot of games, modders go in and just kind of fix quality of life stuff with the game itself. Okay, I got you, I got you. Yeah, definitely. And then so, okay, I can kind of see how those games can, you can get very sort of in a trance. And once it's, they're kind of like, it's kind of like Pringles. Once you start, it's really hard to stop. And you, you kind of have the yes. gigantic, <laughs> I get that, you know. Um, That's, yeah. Yeah. That game was just a giant can of Pringles for me, honestly. <laughs> honestly, I think you would have really liked <clears throat> RTS games too. Did you ever? Did you ever try any like strategy, like army based, like uh, tactical building games like that? Like Command and Conquer. Let's say Command and Conquer, okay. Age of Empires, uh, Rome, Total War, stuff like that. Did you ever play anything like that? Extensive and all that. Yeah. And no, actually, I did play a couple of uh, Command and Conquer games, but I felt that the game wasn't as fun without yeah. like maybe like friends to play with. Okay. Which I did have, which I, um, some of my friends just didn't play Command and Conquer. They were like into like the first person shooters. So yeah, I didn't really get too into the games. I think you had Command and Conquer <laughs> on Xbox 360, if I'm remembering correctly. And that game, yep, I did. much like Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle, Middle Earth 2, that game was really only fun if you had like three or four other friends to play with. Because the campaign in those games weren't uh, weren't the sharpest tools in the shit. As some said, they weren't. No. Okay, gotcha. So, no, I could never keep myself entertained with the. I can never keep myself entertained with the campaigns. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever beaten them. And yeah, 
<clears throat> so going back to going back to ETS two, uh, you said it had a really strong modding community. Um, have you? Which other sort of like truck simulator games have you played? I know there was one recently that kind of got some traction in the industry. It was called Snow Runner. That's not it. I can't be right. Help me out. What, what was it called? Do you remember? It was in the snow. I think it was that. Yeah, Snow Runner. It was called yeah, Snow Runner. Yeah, I, I remember um, you said you expressed some interest in playing that. Did you ever get around to playing playing that one or Mud Runner? I think it was. Yeah, I played the other game, Mud Runner, made by the same people. Um, I, I I definitely didn't play that game as much as Eurochuck, but I did enjoy that game to an extent because it was on Game Pass, mm -hmm. so I gave it a try. But I feel, in my opinion, I feel mm -hmm. like that game would be a little better with some mods. Oh, I see. Why is that? Like I, there's like only a there's only a like a small selection of maybe trucks you can do, and I feel like the game was didn't have that much content at the start. But that's just Mud Runner though, and that's I not really like a Snow Runner definitely was. And it's yeah. not really like an exploration type simulator. It's more of a yeah, get the truck or whatever out of this particular situation and do it without suffering damage, right? Yeah, without suffering damage, you're, otherwise I, I remember you would get penalized for that. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely not like an exploring kind of game or a free roaming game. No, it's a very objective mission. Do you like that game? And like, yeah, I, I definitely do. I, I can definitely enjoy games like that. Yeah. Okay. And you, you also told me before we started recording that you were playing a game that I didn't know existed uh, called Construction Simulator. Uh, and you said 2015 was the best one not actually by my opinion because i actually oh. haven't played the other games but i just like looked up because i saw that there were it was like a yearly kind of release kind of like farming simulator so i just like and people on reddit were saying like 2015 was the best one and like people were just saying like 2015 was the kind of most popular one so i went ahead and bought that one okay and i i, I definitely i did enjoy the game it's um it's not a free roaming game obviously it's, yeah uh, it's more of like a very it's very mission objective based but it is it's it kind of falls into the category of the satisfying and like once you're com once you've completed your job which is mm -hmm. like build this apartment build this house or whatever and it's very it's it, it definitely is realistic in where you have to have the right vehicles like uh what do they what do they call those um like dump trucks what do they call those yeah like dump trucks and all that mm -hmm. like you definitely have to have the right amount of vehicles and you definitely have to like you have to keep a watch of your bank so you can afford mm -hmm. the cost of these and all that. So I definitely did enjoy that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's, it's definitely not the highest quality, but it, it's up there. Well, I'm definitely, I'm looking at gameplay now and I can totally see how it's really satisfying. Um, it looks like what, there's only not too many vehicles, 14 vehicles. It's not, that doesn't really seem like too much, but yeah, you know what? Much. The key difference here. And I think you'll be interested to know is uh, between games like Construction Simulator and American Truck Simulator, ETS2. Um, so I guess uh, here's what I'm trying to do. I'm, I'm trying to explain this in a really strange way. But Construction Simulator and City Skylines, those probably fall more into the camp of puzzle games, right? Whenever I see people yeah. play City Skylines and, when, and looking at gameplay right now on YouTube of Construction Simulator, these are just puzzle games. Yeah. You realize that they're they're puzzle games that have the puzzle games? they're puzzle games they're puzzle games with the illusion of uh, simulator games, and it's because really? in game yeah because in games like City Skylines it's it's a lot uh, it's it's I would say it's similar to 
sort of i mean obviously i think there's similarities between these newer games and and tycoon games but zoo tycoon city skylines they're all about resource management and making sure that the right nodes are clicked in place for the other right nodes that are clicked in place and if they're not then you fail they're strategy puzzle games that yes they are definitely I, I, city skylines is definitely a strategy game mm -hmm. in my opinion uh you have to you have to think ahead like five steps like if i'm going to build this here and i'm going to have the the polluting part i need to have it separate mm -hmm. and definitely a lot of consequences to poor planning in city skylines it's not something like so. monument valley or the witness level puzzle but it's it's more like portal portal 2 gorgoa monument valley even sort of like making sure everything fits in the right place like yes it's saying that you know this yeah. particular section of your city doesn't have electricity but it's because a, a completely different section doesn't have it's, it's not connected to the grid and that's a puzzle right oh yeah definitely oh the whole like uh, electricity system and the water system in that game is very puzzle like there yeah, are some puzzles you have to sorry you go ahead sorry? you go ahead oh yeah I, when i was playing city skylines i found myself having to think ahead quite a lot like a good five or six steps like you know it definitely is yeah i see what you're talking about yeah yeah i i, I remember some node-based puzzles in uh jonathan blows the witness that are very similarly laid out to games like city skylines and zoo tycoon and roller coaster tycoon and etc cetera, etc cetera. but okay so we are a where, where, where are we at we're about 25 minutes in usually on my show goes for about yep, 30 to, about 30 to 40 minutes so we definitely have a lot more i wanted to ask you about um i would like to take it over to back to ets2 and talk more yeah. about sort of the fascination with how that game not only is it what is what i perceive to be a pretty high quality sort of like simulator but if you were to ask you know somebody back in the 90s that there was you know do they think a trucking simulator would be successful i think people would say you're crazy how that doesn't sound like fun but they yeah. made it fun <laughs> right so these developers yeah, they found their audience they found their niche and you know they they made something that is is apparently super popular what do you think is the key to to the success why do you think there's so many people playing ets2 right now i think let me gather the thoughts real quick uh, because right I now i mean it's really... not even it's not even that so many people are playing it concurrently it it, it is rated so high it it, it i mean on, met, what, is, 90, yeah. 92 metacritic 10 out of 10 on steam uh, overwhelmingly positive reviews. So it looks like everybody that's played this game uh, calls out its realism. Um, and and one reviewer says it it, it really captures the um, mid-century sort of European-American romance of driving a truck. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, it's... It that game really I, I always thought that that game really gets an audience from many different types of people like people that who have an interest in trucks and the mechanics of a truck mm -hmm. to people who used to drive a truck to people who just love to drive and like like have an interest in exploring a continent but let's say they can't but they can a virtual version mm -hmm. of it or people who just love to relax and just drive you know and a game that's that is pretty decent, pretty good quality, has good graphics, and satisfy, I think, in all categories. As well as the game, they do keep the game alive a lot with content. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, like, yearly DLCs and whatnot. Cruising Colorado, and for one. 
Yep, Colorado just came out for uh, American Truck, and Euro Truck is later this month. There's going to be the Iberia DLC, which is going to be an expansion to Spain and Portugal. Okay. So, how much of I guess the World Theater do we have in that game right now? Is it pretty much the entirety yeah, of Europe? Euro Truck. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Central Europe. They have uh, England, Scandinavia, which is like yeah. Sweden, Norway, uh, Denmark. Uh, Eastern Europe, almost all of, actually all of Eastern Europe is covered except Russia and like Ukraine and all that. Okay. Um, let me think. They have all of Italy. And and just from a lack and, of context yeah. and knowledge, um, you said Scandinavia was represented in the game. Um, yeah. Actually, one of the earlier DLCs, pretty old now. What, yeah. what sort of adverse weather effects? Um, like, is that actively something that players have to deal with in the game? Like, if it's super icy, mm -hmm. does it become ice road trucker? Or Actually, in certain parts of the area, um, not in the vanilla game, uh -huh. but in the Pro Mods map expansion, which adds even more to the game that hasn't already been in the game, yeah. they actually added, like, icy roads up in, like, northern Norway. I would imagine, and of course. you do actually have to... And they, they played with the physics a little bit to where you have to actually, like, watch out for kind of the slippery roads. Um, yeah. They also added, like, you can actually travel up to Iceland with that uh, map mod. And up there in, like, the northern half, it's a complete, it's completely icy. It has to be. Like, right. sometimes you'll get stuck up there and whatnot. And also, as of the weather and whatnot, um, you, if you get up to, like, the top of Norway, that you can actually see, like, the, or if you actually go up to Finland, you can see the northern, the midnight sun actually go around. It doesn't get dark in that part of the game yeah. when you head up really up north. But when you're down in like Italy or Southern Europe, it's the normal like sunsets at nine or ten. So, so there it has a pretty active and accurate clock. I didn't know that. Definitely, yeah. That's the game is always cool. set on like the longest. The game is always set on like the longest day of summer, like which is like June twenty first. Okay. Uh, speaking of long, I, kind of you, that. I think whenever you tell people that these games are simulator games, they ask how simulatory, right? So if you were to drive mm -hmm. through the entire expanse of the vanilla game in real life hours, I know a lot of people would be super curious to know how long would that take? Let's take mods out of it. Let's just do the base game as it is right now. If you were to start at one end of the corner of the map to the other, which are three rules? How many hours would that take? Following, following speed limits or driving like a maniac? Following speed limits um, in right. a mid-range upgraded truck not the fastest truck not the slowest truck all right i'm trying to think what's the longest route that you can take in the game as of right now okay you can travel from scotland to turkey and that takes about i'd say that's about close to two and a half hours real in real life two and a half hours real time okay so the length of an indie game to traverse the map okay not yeah. as long as i would think to be honest with you you know have you have you yeah. is that the longest one you've done Two and a half hours. I've done, I've done, I've done a longer one. You've done longer, okay. Which was on on the modern ones, which took a, it took more than a couple of sessions. Definitely. Hmm. Actually, hang on. Now that I think of it, it could be up to maybe three hours, maybe that whole trip. Yeah. From like Scotland, Turkey. I haven't actually. The the game's grown a lot since the original longest drive you could take in the vanilla game was like Scotland to Hungary, yeah. like Budapest. And that was about two hours. So like is it time. is it in dog time? Because I know that uh, you didn't mention anything about having to fuel up. And I know that real trucks have to fuel up every like 11, 
eight to 11 hours or something. Oh yeah, you have to fuel up. It, it, that actually depends on your truck and how big your uh, tank is in the game. Are these hard games? Some... Euro Truck Simulator 2. Well, okay, no, it's not. so not a hard game. Okay, what happened to Euro Truck Simulator 1? Because it seems like 2 is probably the most popular truck simulator, if not the most popular simulator of all kinds on the internet. What happened to the first one? The first one actually didn't really hit it in the quality range. It came out in like 2008, uh -huh. and it wasn't... It just wasn't very high quality. So it's pretty old. Even for that time, it was very, very dated. Yeah. Uh -huh. the, the physics of the truck were like really, um, they were really boxy, I guess you could say. They just weren't like accurate at all. It was just, uh, the quality just wasn't there. I got you. I got you. Okay. Um, speaking of other simulators, um, I know that you had also mentioned that you played Microsoft Flight Simulator, but not the recent one. You said you were playing the older one. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yes, I played the older one. My computer can't run the new 2021, unfortunately, but I played like the, the one from 2006. Yeah. And the graphics uh, for that time, they were good, but it's pretty dated now. Pretty dated. But okay. I'd say it's just the same experience in terms of like the actual controls and all that. It's just graphics are completely different. Ooh, one thing I wanted to add, I, I hate to go from Microsoft Flight Simulator back to ETS2, but you said... Uh, I think maybe when quarantine and this whole COVID thing first started, or my time could be completely yeah. messed up here, but you said you actually got a driving rig um, to play ETS2 with. Yep. Uh, during the, soon after the lockdown started, I uh, bought a wheel and uh, the pedals so I could really experience the game fully. That's awesome. How, how, how has that experience been? Is that, people? how has that been? Oh, it's it's fantastic! I'll I'll never go back to playing with a controller. Really, <laughs> ever? That's the wheel. That's the best way to experience a driving game, in my opinion. It's. Um, I still don't have like a shifter. Mm -hmm. The shifter, I just play with the the pedals and the wheel. But it's it's way better. It definitely upgraded the experience of playing rather than just a controller. Well, I I can't wait for for this whole lockdown slash like COVID sort of shenanigan to kind of end so that I can come over and try it out for myself. I remember. That oh I'd, yeah, I'd love to show you the setup. Yeah, you've actually uh, you actually hit on something because whenever I had my friend, he let me borrow his um, racing wheel. I think I used it for Project Gotham Racing Three, and it wasn't my yeah. choice because it's sometimes when you're you know. When you get off a shift at work and you want to be lazy, it's a lot easier to pick up that controller. And you said you play with the wheel and the pedals every night, and it's just it's that comfortable, I guess. It's as comf it's it's all up to you really on how comfortable your actual setup is. Mm -hmm. But definitely you can make it like the the most comfortable experience. You have your chair, um, everything around, you know? As yeah. long as it's not like awkwardly placed and whatnot. The wheel is directly lined up with your screen. Your pedals are directly below your screen. Then you're good. Yeah. And I assume it works for both World of Trucks games, ETS, ATS. Oh yeah, perfectly. Sweet, sweet. Yes, sir. Okay. Have you have you tried? Mm -hmm. I think, I think when you mentioned simulator games, a lot of people like to throw out ETS two. They like to name drop ETS two. They also like to throw out Farming Simulator. Have you played Farming Simulator? I have not. I've never actually played Farming Simulator, no. Okay. That's um, the one I that feel like the game Yeah. No, go ahead. Uh, I feel like the game I feel like the game falls in the same category as like the puzzles kind of thing, like City Skylines and Construction Simulator. Mm -hmm. In terms of I think there's a lot of 
like I've seen plenty of gameplay of it. And I think there's a lot of thinking ahead, kind of the puzzle kind of gameplay going on. Yeah. Yeah, because to that game. it's like Viva Pinata sort of, which I, I it's, it's like a gardening simulator in, in my eyes. Anyway, you basically have a grid. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you have a grid uh, construction simulator and farming simulator. You both have a grid and it's all about putting the right pieces in the right places. Um, and, and pretty much, yeah, kind of like I would say that Stardew Valley is probably a gardening simulator. And I would also say that Football Manager uh, 2019, 2018, I don't know when that series started. Um, I know that that's also a pretty popular sort of simulation game. Um, I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is it sounds like you've hit on some pretty major sort of simulation games from ETS2, City Skylines, Flight Simulator. I hope you upgrade your PC so you can play the new one. Are there any others that you're eyeing oh that you want to give a shot to soon that you haven't played before? That I haven't played before? Let me think. Uh I, I think I might give Farming Simulator a shot one day. Yeah. Or, or hopefully soon. And uh, probably Flight Sim 2020. I would love to play. I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, I hear that farm, Farming Simulator 2015? Or whichever one Farming Simulator... No, actually, I think 16 or 17 is probably, probably the best one, just from what I've heard. And I think that even Farming Simulator at some point was offered for free on PlayStation Plus. However you want to get it, yeah, that's up to you. <laughs> I think um, I think it was... I saw some uh, farming simulator game. I think it was 20... I don't know. I forgot what year it was on uh, Game Pass on Xbox. One question I would have, um, because, you know, any of my subscribers listening to this, it's either like you're a casual fan of simulators or you're, you're more of a hardcore fan. Um, if you were a new... If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, that, that sounds interesting. Like it sounds – it's definitely a sort of part of the video game ecosystem that is very different from games like, you know, God of War, Halo, et cetera, et cetera. It's so it's, 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 yeah. it's closer to sort of realism. And so you're kind of playing with, with a whole different, whole different deck of cards because a lot of people play video games for escapism. I'm never going to be Kratos, but – I yeah. could, in theory, be the manager of a city at some point if I decided to change careers and go into architecture, right? So it's a little more realistic. Um, my my question is, if I wanted to get into simulators on a more granular level, which one – where's a good starting point? What game is a good starting point for, for simulators that has sort of, I guess, a friendlier footing for new players? I, you know, it, it's, for, for that kind of question, I think it would be more of what interests you the most. Mm -hmm. Like, do you want to, do you want to get in a truck and drive around and see your town in a virtual, in a virtual game? Just travel around America or Europe? Then I recommend going to Euro Truck Simulator. Uh, if you want to fly, then I'd recommend Flight Simulator. It's, uh, I, I think it's more of what interests you the most. Because I think every game has something for somebody. So, perfect, perfect. Um, okay, well we're uh, we're at about forty minutes. I think I've asked just about every question that I could think of asking about simulator games. I know that um, I know that you could get more into the weeds as far as ETS two goes. I know you've been playing it for for six years straight, and I think if uh, anybody on my Instagram kind of comments and says that they want a little more 
of a deep dive. We can maybe do a follow-up episode on this. And I feel bad that I, I skipped over your love of Souls games, too. I know that you and I bonded on those, but... Uh, the, yeah, I could talk on that for another hour. <laughs> Just yeah, I know. Games. But yeah. And maybe we can do that someday because I know that, you know, Hopefully, yeah. we would just watch each other play Souls 1 and just kind of, I think we both fell in love with that game. And, and you watched me play Bloodborne too at the house. Yep. Bloodborne was another great game I'd love to love to play as well. But uh, yeah, we definitely, I definitely love to come back on here and just talk about Souls, Soulsborne games. Yeah, that'd, that'd be great. super cool because the other rotating second chair, Vaughn Hyde, um, is a souls newbie so maybe we can get something going oh <laughs> we can add a new fan yeah of the souls born series but we are yeah we're about 40 minutes uh i like to end the show right around here i don't really like it when podcasts go an hour hour and a half so i like to be one of the shorter gaming podcasts on the internet uh it was a pleasure having you my brother i appreciate it all right man thank you thanks for having me appreciate it uh, for everybody else, uh, you can find the podcast uh, on Elder Talks Games on Spotify. Uh, we have a YouTube channel now, which is super awesome. I'm working on creating some content for that. And, of course, we're on Instagram, and I'm on Twitter uh, at Eldar, basically. And I think with that, Omar, it's been awesome. I'll talk to you soon, everybody. And we're out.